we should become Twitch streamers. Yeah, that's true. Or OnlyFans streamers. I think that would make a lot of money. Actually, I think usually you will do both. I think the, the Twitch is how you, you know, generate traffic to OnlyFans, which is where you're making your money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Start licking my microphone stand. Howdy, it's Wednesday, November 29th, 2023, and this episode 216 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City podcast. I'm Kyle Eskin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? I have heat. Oh, that is good. Big improvement over last time. I had heat until about five minutes ago when I turned it off, because I always do that before the podcast starts, so. Well, I have brand new units, so we'll see how whisper quiet they are if they kick on in the middle of this episode. Yeah, and then I have to try to remember to turn it back on afterwards, which doesn't always happen, much to my wife's chagrin. I mean, it's about 30 degrees here today, so I would definitely remember. It's very cold. Well, congratulations on getting heat. Thanks. Happy that you have more heat and a lot less money. A lot less money. It's not great. But what will warm us up is talking about Atlantic City. Indeed, as as always. And specifically about Hooters. Yeah. Nothing warms you up like Hooters. So, you know, we'll get to the trip report, but I was talking to Taylor at some point on, on the trip, and he said, the only Hooters he's ever been to was with me and you at the Tropicana. And I was like, how is that possible? <laughs> I mean, I've been to Hooters like a thousand times in my life, but perhaps that says more about me than it does about people who have not had that experience. I've definitely been to a lot of Hooters. I haven't been to a lot of different ones, but I've been to the one in Rockville a lot. I've been to a lot of different ones because of hockey in college. Mm-hmm. We would end up going to some podunk town in Pennsylvania for a weekend, and there would always be a Hooters. Yeah. So we'd end up at Hooters there. I, I know I've heard a story about you going multiple times to the one in Laurel when you were, you know, in a hotel in Laurel. Yeah, for a hockey, for a tournament. hockey tournament. Yeah, I think I went twice that weekend. <laughs> but people are right now are wondering why we're talking about Hooters. Ah, I, th- I think it makes sense. So the, the reason I went is because back when I watched UFC, you know, in like UFC 60 days, when it was like very not big, it was like the only place you could watch UFC fights unless you wanted to just buy it yourself on pay-per-view. So it's very different now since it's like a thousand times bigger than back then. Hooters and UFC, a match made in heaven. <laughs> it truly was. So the reason we're talking about Hooters is because... The always, once, never category that I came up with for today is sort of very, very low end, I'll call them, chain restaurants inside casinos in Atlantic City. Mm -hmm. And the three that I have are Hooters at Tropicana, Mm -hmm. Johnny Rockets at Bally's, and Wahlburgers at Ocean. Okay. And when I made this category, I was thinking Wahlburgers is like way smaller than either of these two. It doesn't really fit. I really need a different third one. And I did some research to try to find a different third one and didn't come up with any that are as satisfying. But it turns out that there are now more Wahlburgers in the United States than there are Johnny Rockets. I thought it was very surprising. That is hard to believe. I guess when I think about it, all of the Johnny Rockets that I used to know of have pretty much all gone out of business. So. Yes. Johnny Rockets very much on the decline. Wahlburgers, by virtue of high V grocery stores in the Midwest all used to have Hy-Vee cafes and they've all been converted to Wahlburgers or in the process of being converted to Wahlburgers. So they've that's like massive growth for them. But yes, Wahlburgers very much on the rise. Lots of them in casinos, airports, malls. Mm-hmm. There are, though, eight 
Johnny Rockets locations with a Las Vegas Boulevard or South Las Vegas Boulevard address. Seems like a lot. Yeah. There used to be two Johnny Rockets in Atlantic City. Oh, did there? I didn't even know that. I only know of the one that still exists. Yeah, the one in Bally's and the and what is now Brickers Burgers at Showboat used to be a Johnny Rockets. Uh. And still has the like neon from the Johnny Rockets, mm-hmm. of course, because that's the way Showboat runs things. I mean, I wouldn't know because I only ever go to Earl's Sandwich there. So of these three, Hooters at Tropicana, Johnny Rockets at Bally's, and Wahlburgers at Ocean, how many of them have you been to? Two. You have not been to the Wahlburgers. I've never never been to a Wahlburgers. Any Wahlburgers. I think I've had a burger at the Wahlburgers. I can't remember. I've definitely had a shake mm-hmm. on the way to the room one night. But for some reason, I think I also got a burger one time. But maybe I'm conflating them with bills. It's supposed to be good. Yeah, my my guess is, having never been there, that it's probably what most people would consider of a higher quality than the other two choices. But I've never been, so I don't really know. I have to say... There, there was a Johnny Rockets in Hoboken. It's still there, but I moved, so it might as well not still be there. Mm-hmm. And I went a couple times, and I was very surprised at how good the burger was both times. Like, it's a pretty solid burger. So I famously went uh, <laughs> with my buddy Zach, yes. where the 70-year-old woman was like, you need to meet me after my shift at the Blue Martini. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. To be fair, she was probably about 38. Yeah, that's true. And had just done a lot of meth in her life. Yeah, lived a very hard life. Yeah. I don't remember it being very good, but it could really just be the waitress that just dominates my thoughts. And and I've just completely forgotten about the amazing meal I had there. One thing I'll say as we get into Always Once Never about these three things is Johnny Rockets has the takeout window where you can just get a shake or something. So, So that really plays into my always thinking, but... I mean, they're all on the boardwalk, so we don't have the same location concerns. I mean, last episode, I said I was going to Izakaya always, which means every uh-huh. single trip I'm shuttling out to Borgata. Uh-huh. There's, there's going to be more about that discussion later, but go okay. ahead. <laughs> so I don't know. What do you think about always, once, never for these three? So I, I think I'm in the, the vast, vast minority of people that I unironically think that Hooters is good. Oh, my so... goodness. The food. Yeah, the it's... food. It's not good. I want to the be an apologist. The, no, no, no. I, like, you know, the food is like generic fried food, uh, you know, what you would expect at that sort of place. And I think the wings are good. Yeah, and, the wings are you know, I've been to, and that's, that's what's important. Like I said, I've been to Hooters many, many, many times. And like, I think the food is above average for, for what you would expect from a place like that. <laughs> I was going to say fine, but that would be short selling it a little bit. Like short selling it. I, w- I would be like, you know, if people wanted to go to Hooters, even without, you know, the waitresses or whatever, like I would be like, yeah, and ironically, like, all right, yeah, let's do it. We should go next time we go to AC. Go uh, to absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So for me, that would probably be my always Wahlburgers. I've never been, but I'll go once. That sounds reasonable. And Johnny Rockets can go directly into the ocean. Yeah. As much as I just defended Johnny Rockets, I'm still putting into the ocean because I don't think it adds a ton. And uh-huh. that location especially just seems not great. Like every time I look in there, I'm like, that doesn't look the cleanest. <laughs> <laughs> it never does. And I've been to other Johnny Rockets. And I'll, I'll say the Wahlburgers, the location's pretty nice. You know, it's like a, a decent bar seating area. Like the Johnny Rockets is 100% a place that you're e- either getting something from the carryout window or you're like, I need to get in and get out. And scarf down some burgers and fries and milkshake in about 15 minutes and then leave. I'm also putting Johnny Rockets into the ocean. Did you say always Hooters? Yes. Wow. I mean, how can I say always for something I've never been to? That's true. 
I think going once would be totally acceptable. I did say always Hooters. I mean, like I said, I, d- I have no negative connotations with Hooters at all. So, can can I say always, including just like grabbing a milkshake to go? Does that count? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, so I'm gonna go always for Wahlburgers because I think it's just easier to like grab a burger or sit there at the bar and have a burger mm-hmm. and a beer. Or grab a milkshake to go. But you can have a burger and a beer at the bar at Hooters. But it's not going to be as good a burger, I don't think. And Mm. I just don't think I can be the type of person who goes to Hooters every single trip. (laughs) I I don't think I can be like, this is something I have to check off the list every single time I go. I have to go to the Hooters at the marketplace in Tropicana. Like, that just doesn't Mm -hmm. sound good to me. Not to judge you or anything, but... I'm sorry to hear that, but... But I would definitely go next time. And I do have to say, like, when I'm down in the marketplace playing video poker down there, if they ever put those video poker machines back, I am looking at the Hooters like, I could go sit at Hooters for a bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I probably went to Hooters like 15 times in 2006 or something like that, you know, 2005. <laughs> I think that's the last Hooters I've been to was the one at Tropicana, but I think it's been a uh-huh. very long time. I think wow, so you really haven't been in, in forever. Seven then. or eight years, yeah. Wow, man. I frequently drive past a closed Hooters in Wayne, New Jersey, which has replaced Clark, New Jersey as the podcast sponsor. Honestly, I don't know if I've been to Hooters since then either, which says, you know, it's like a very negative mark against myself, I think. I have a friend who used to go to the Hooters in Manhattan, Mm -hmm. right off of Columbus Circle. I don't know if that's Mm -hmm. still there, for like every Monday Night Football. And it's like, of all the bars in Manhattan... You go to Hooters for Monday Night Football. Yeah, you got to. But. I always enjoyed my Hooters experience, so. I'm just going to leave that one alone. Yeah. That you always enjoy your Hooters Hooters experience. experience. Yeah. So we're going to switch the order. We're going to do data first. Data first. I think that's the way to do it. I guess that's what we could do. Let me pull up the spreadsheet, which I updated. I, I updated it. I did work. Just want to make sure everyone knows that. (laughs) Make sure you get your credit. Like, teacher, teacher, teacher. Yes. In terms of like how things are overall in the month of October, the revenue was up a little bit more than 3% uh, year over year. I'd say that's, I don't know, approximately about what you would expect. I did not check the number of weekends, but uh, yeah, it's basically a four weekend month. So I, I, it's pretty much like the like with, with 22. So up up 3% is all right. Uh, the really big outliers are... Ocean had a really, really, like, the most obscene luck month I've ever seen in terms of table games, (laughs) and is up 53% year over year. Do you think that they had just, like, one high roller come in and get massively wiped out? It's definitely possible. I know in early episodes we reported on a story about a guy who, like, really, like, wiped Trop out and, like, nearly put them out of business, like some high roller, but I don't think we were tracking revenue back then, so I haven't seen, like, the numbers like that, but there are number was insane in terms of their luck and also having absolutely insane luck was caesars who is down 18 percent, and they had probably the worst luck month i've i've ever seen in terms of uh table games so interesting they probably got wiped out by high roller but uh ocean wiped out some high roller (laughs) who knows but big news we have our bet resolved uh because the order was not borgata hard rock ocean for the first time since we made this bet like probably a full year ago in October or November of last year. Yeah, I think it was December. I think it was in episode 190 that we made this bet. Yep. Borgata was the number one casino in Atlantic City, $57 million. 
But Ocean was, with their insane luck month, number two, $43 million, and Hard Rock made $41 million to come in third. So that bet has resolved as a no. You get $5. Yeah, $5 for me. There are a bunch of bets that are through the end of 2023, so we'll have to revisit them. Try to remember in January to revisit those. Some are pretty clearly going to go one way or the other, but it's interesting that for this bet, I was thinking when you said that the order changed that it would be because Hard Rock had some insane month and Borgata was Mm -hmm. hampered by the hack. You weren't expecting up 53% (laughs) ocean month. For Ocean. They're, uh, it's going to make their month over month next month very funny. It's going to look real bad yeah, yeah. next month, I think. Because <laughs> what they did was not sustainable. So right now, including that, our ledger for bets, which is going to change drastically in about four weeks, is that you owe me $3. Oh, is that how it is? And this is over the course of the entire podcast, I believe, because we've never settled any of these Oh, we settled some, didn't we? Or at least, like, wiped out equal They just ones. wiped each other out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. But I still owe you a meal at the Hard Rock. <laughs> um, five years ago or whatever. Yeah. yeah, five years, because they just celebrated their five-year anniversary. <laughs> oh, boy. Someday. And I demand to get a bologna d'or, and we'll have a temper tantrum. <laughs> over there. That'd be great. I ordered the kid's meal. <laughs> I think it actually specifically says that you need to be 12 or under or something like uh, that. God damn it. So you'll have to order it for me then. And then I'll... <laughs> yeah, I'll shave and then I'll order it for you. <laughs> I'll put on like a little beanie with a... Uh, like a helicopter. Yeah, with a helicopter yeah. thing yeah. on the top. <laughs> uh, like some weird Martin Short sketch. Yeah. The Steve Buscemi meme, like Hello Phil or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So anything else about... No, and I don't have anything to say about the Q3 profit numbers came out. I think they were marginally down, but I don't care about quarterly profit numbers. Usually we'll look at that once a year at the end of the year. But if you have something to say about it. Uh, I know I know, there's been some doom and gloom about it. Like, oh, it's so bad. And like profit numbers, that's the real metric. But we don't believe in that. No, I don't believe in that. Lots of things can mess with profit. Yep. Specifically. Right. <laughs> Specifically when a casino catches on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Great segue. Yeah, I know. One of the best. So resorts caught on fire on Wednesday, the 15th of November. Specifically, it was like the boardwalk maybe right in front of resorts caught on fire. Yeah, I think it's a little misleading to say that resorts (laughs) itself caught on fire. No, no. Yeah, it was the boardwalk caught on fire. I heard, you know, people were suspecting there was maybe some, some sort of foul play from some, you know, people who possibly live or spend a lot of time under the boardwalk. I don't know what's actually come out about that. But uh, yeah, if you looked at the videos, they were pretty... I mean, it looked like Resorts was on fire. It did. So. But for the most part, the damage seems to be... Cosmetic. Yeah. I'd say mo- most of it. So I walked by when we were there, and I took a picture, which I sent to you, and then you put it out on the Twitter. Certainly, like, the front facade or whatever of Resorts was pretty much destroyed. A lot of the boardwalk was destroyed around there. They had it all roped off. When I was there, Eastwind and Mukashi were closed until further notice is what it said. You say here they're back open and Landshark is still closed because I think the rumor is that the electrical running from resorts out to the Landshark was damaged in this. So they need to redo that, I guess. That is the rumor. Mm-hmm. So it looked very bad, but yeah. I mean, I, I... It didn't look great, but yeah, the resorts, you know, never really closed as far as I know because it wasn't actually on fire. It was the boardwalk out in front of the resorts. Yeah, but as of... A couple days after that, it was open and everything seemed normal inside other than 
a couple of restaurants being closed. So, I'm not sure the casino floor was ever fully evacuated, mm-hmm. and it was fully open later that night. So <laughs> I would be surprising if it wasn't evacuated when, like, it was. I mean, it looked while the fire was happening. It didn't look great from from the videos I saw. It did look bad. It seemed like the sort of thing you should evacuate the the casino hotel for. Yeah, the initial reporting that I saw on it though is that part of the casino floor was evacuated, <laughs> uh-huh. like the top the top part. Certainly, if you were in the sports book, I would think you you would have had to oh, yeah, yeah. you know get get on out of there. Yeah, probably anything from the uh... like the up this this like a little steps you have to go down right you know yeah. everything in the upstairs portion I'd assume you had to leave right. Maybe even, you know, the center bar or whatever, like the tiki bar they have, like, kind of near the entrance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would certainly think. So, mm-hmm. that's the resort's fire news. Yeah. Could have been worse, certainly. Could have been worse. So, you had say that King's Pub is opened, because I walked by there as well uh, while I was in Atlantic City, and it certainly didn't look open, which I guess it wasn't, because you said it just opened this week. Yeah, it opened at 5 p.m. on Monday, November 27th. Yeah, perfect time for an Atlantic City opening. That's what I say. Mon- Monday at the end of November. Yeah, it's it was very delayed. I'm not sure why, but a bunch of people have asked in the Facebook comments to their post saying that they're open what the hours are, and they have not responded as far as I can tell. The Facebook page says always open, but that's as of uh-huh. three months ago, right? which was before they were even open. <laughs> so I, I, don't, I wouldn't trust I that. Mean, I wouldn't show up there at three in the morning hoping Bill, for Bill Zero Slovakia also says always open on the outside. And that is rarely open, it seems like. <laughs> Correct. Uh, yeah, there were some pictures on Facebook. I didn't see much else about it. It's only been a couple of days, but I think we have to go like the pick. Week. Oh, yeah, 100%. I have to go to the King's Pub. It doesn't look that much like the pick. I mean, obviously, from the outside, it looks like the pick, but... It's just a cinder block cube. Yes. (laughs) Hard to make that not look like the pick. But inside, yeah, it looks... Same bar, right? Or did they... No, I I think they redid it. It looks like they made it sort of a full square, I thought, but maybe I'm totally wrong on that, and I'm going to have to edit. We'll check it out next time we go. I think so. Which, uh, you know, by the way, when when is the next time we're going to go? To be determined. (laughs) Soon? Question mark. Hopefully, in less than a month. That's uh-huh. my hope. Before 2024. I think so. All right. I'm optimistic. I'm giving us a 60 percent chance. Like I've I've told you, I've blocked off the. It's really only one weekend that I can't go. Uh, and then yeah, it sounds like between Christmas and New Year's is bad for both of us. So it would be very easy for me to take a day off then because the semester's over. The question mm-hmm. is, how much does it mess with other like travel plans and stuff? Because yeah, all right, yeah, just. Let, let me know. The sooner the better, because I would actually have to get permission as well. But I, like I said, I think we're 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 free. So. so on the list for next trip, both Kings Pub, Kings Pub, and Hooters, and Hooters. Except right. that's going to be an amazing trip. I will say, I right now am getting uh, MGM Tower at Borgata comped. Ah, uh, yeah. And so when does that ex- our gold status expire that we're not going to be able to renew? Uh, it's either January or February. I think it's February at MGM. We got to go. Stay in the Borgata. Yeah, we got to. I'm not going to want to do that when it's, you know, got to pay that resort fee. That's no good. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I'm paying resort fees every time I go to Caesars, but I couldn't possibly pay a similar no, resort no. fee, Absolutely. an even lower <laughs> resort fee at Borgata yeah. to stay at a nicer hotel. Get out of here. No, that's not what we do. Speaking of stays at hotels, you went to Atlantic City without me. I did. I didn't choose to go without you. You chose. I think <laughs> you declared that you just weren't interested in going. It was just going to be too much for you. and Too much for my senses. Yeah. So I lived you, vicariously you made that through choice. you. I did make that choice. I'll own it. <laughs> so what'd you do? Tell me all about it. 
All right. So I think last time we spoke, I had said that there was some confusion about what, what was going on. Uh, I believe that I had a Thursday through Saturday trip booked at Tropicana at that point. Anyway, I called Caesars and canceled my room for Thursday night because we did end up going just for one night, Friday to Saturday. This would have been the weekend of the 17th to 18th. So it was, yeah, Friday night the 17th was the one night we stayed in Trap. Both me and our buddy Dave had rooms in the Havana Tower. So anyway... Uh, what ended up happening is we ended up leaving. I left at about, uh, I don't know, nine, a little bit after nine on Friday morning, picked up Taylor, got to his house at like 1015. It is not really on the way to Atlantic City. <laughs> anyway, we drove up. The drive was luckily pretty uneventful, unlike the last time me and Taylor drove up together. Uh, so we got to AC at around 1.30. There was a brief detour because, as always, I had some sort of disaster, you know, when I was, like, trying to park in the Noyes Arts garage because that's where I parked to charge my car because they've got EV charger there and uh, accidentally took the exit because I'm like, hey, look, this ramp looks like it goes towards the Noyes Arts garage and took the ramp to the... Uh, Brigantine connector tunnel? Yeah, the the, the connector. Yes! <laughs> so then I had to get off on some Baccarat Boulevard and drive through. I'm like, where is this? Where am I now? <laughs> Awesome. But anyway, we got there, uh, you know, in the end. We got there about one thirty. parked in the Noyes Arts Garage when we walked to Caesars and we decided that, you know, we were hungry. So before we started playing at Caesars, we started walking down the boardwalk. You know, we figured we were going to get bills or something, but we walked by, uh, I don't even know how to say it, a text kick? A text cock? <laughs> how would you pronounce that word? I have no idea. A-T-E-X-C-A-C? It's like Texas and Aztec put together somehow. My guess is the X is not pronounced. I don't know. Uh, Otacock? <laughs> I have no idea. Someone someone help us out. Someone of Mexican descent can probably tell us. But uh, anyway, it's a restaurant on the boardwalk. I ended up getting some tacos El Pastor. Taylor ended up getting some sort of lengua quesadilla. Uh, we both thought it was very, very good. Interesting. Because I always walk by it and think that doesn't look very good. Oh, really? Yeah. This is very centrally located on the boardwalk. I never hear anything about it. It was good. I, I enjoyed it. It was, you know, way cheaper than... I mean, it was way more expensive than you'd expect a Mexican restaurant like that to be, but way cheaper than, like, eating in a casino or whatever. Yeah. So it was like, you know, 12 or 13 bucks each maybe or, or something like that. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was good. So recommended. We went back to Caesars after that and played there for a few hours. I played Tiles uh, on my own for, for a bit. It went very badly. <laughs> So I ended up meeting up with Taylor, and we played some blackjack together, and that was fine. I think we were about even. So it was a couple hours later. We ended up walking down to Trop, probably 3.30 or so, because I remember right when I got there, I went to the kiosk to try to log in to get a room, and it said my room wasn't ready yet, and I was like, whatever. And I think the line was absolutely insane to actually talk to a person. So I'm like, whatever, I'll sign up for, it'll email me when my room's ready, and I'll come back and get it done. So we ended up playing in Trop for a while. I think we played Pike Out Poker for a little while together. Maybe we split up for a bit. You know, at some point, maybe like an hour, hour and a half later, I went back to the kiosk just to make sure I hadn't gotten an email. So it was like five at this point. It's like, oh, no, your room's not ready. At five. Wow. So we did some more stuff. And then finally, at like 6.15, I still hadn't gotten a thing. Went back to the kiosk a third time. You know, put in my information, put my, my driver's license in, and it's like, no, no, your room's not ready. Jeez. But at this point, like, the, the line was much more reasonable to talk to a person at the desk. And I just walked up and, and talked to them, and they're like, oh, yeah, we got your room. 
So <laughs> just give me some key cards and, and we went about our way. So I, I don't know. Was it ever going to give me a room? Like, I have no idea. I don't know how that system works. I don't know if it had me like assigned a specific room in the system that it was waiting for or Probably. like what was going on. But yeah, it was like 6.15, 6.30 and it was still saying that I did not have a room that was available. I hate that. Yeah, it was awful. Waiting around for the room. I hate it. I mean, it was fine. We didn't need to do anything in the room or whatever we didn't even have our backpacks they were still in my car back oh the, yeah that's true the noise arts garage so did you have to like go back to the garage and move your car yeah yeah, yeah we'll get to it i felt pretty comfortable with that because like the ev charging is like right next to some dude that sits in the office right there and is like always looking out so it seemed fairly secure how are the limits at Gao and blackjack so at caesars uh, i think the limits were tw- it was 25 for sure for pi gal uh which is what it always is at caesars as far as i can tell and for blackjack i think it was 15 that we were playing oh that's pretty good mm-hmm. uh, and a trap it was also generally 15 the whole time we were there uh so anyway i got checked in i was at like the second to highest floor on the vanda tower i think it was very nice it was near the end of the hall it was very very pleasant i think i have no complaints whatsoever about the room the kiosk was trying to put you on, like, the bottom floor. Yeah, the kiosk was like, this guy needs to get, like, the bottom floor, like, looking right at a brick wall or whatever. I was looking south uh, down towards Ventnor and Margate, but it was very pretty. Me and Taylor went back down to the casino. Our buddy Dave had still not arrived yet at this point. But at about 7.30, he, he texted us and, you know, it seemed like he was getting close. So we went, Taylor and I went to Osu and got a table and kind of, you know, ordered some food and waited for him there. And then 9 o'clock rolled around. No, no, no. Dave, <laughs> Dave showed up, like, very shortly after we got there. So we put in a few things before Dave got there, and we ordered some more stuff once he, he arrived. But, yeah, he, he got there when he said he was going to get there, which makes sense, given that he was, like, 15 minutes out when we were talking to him. So so was Osu your always last episode in Always Once Never? Yes, I do believe it was my always, right? And I, I followed through. You're following through. One for uh-huh. one, 100%. Mm-hmm. Small sample size, but uh, I can't see any reason that that would change. I'd say all in all, we had, like six skewers or whatever probably like three apps we had a the, the biggest most expensive sushi platter that they had which was like sushi and sashimi and some stuff we had a we bought a, a separate roll on the side uh we had like a carafe of like some fairly expensive sake and the grand total for all that was like under 200 dollars. oh wow that's so, surprising it's pretty good and I, I think all three of us agreed that the food was fantastic, so we were all very happy with that. I said we would come back to, to our, our discussion last time, but I felt vindicated that I was right and, and you were wrong. And I, I think in terms of like value to price, like Osu is just much better than Izakaya or, or Nobu. I need to go back to both, because I haven't been, been to Izakaya in a very long time. Yeah, me. I went to Izakaya last with my wife a couple years ago, and that was $200, and we didn't drink. And it was two of us instead of three, so... See, I don't remember Izakaya being crazy expensive, but again... It wasn't crazy expensive. It was just, like, normal expensive, I think. Osu, I feel like, for what it is, is, like, reasonably inexpensive. Uh, But anyway, Osu was very good. At this point, I ended up, like, running out of Nosu. It was probably about... It was definitely right around 9.30 at this point, because, uh, you know... The way the Noise Arts Garage works is up to eight hours is $8, and then over that it's $12 for the day or whatever. God forbid you spend an extra I was four. like, I cannot spend this extra $4. You know, my car was like, you know, full enough to get me home or whatever. So <laughs> I'm like running up to, to get my car back up the boardwalk and, and move it down to Tropicana. Uh, unfortunately, I think I, I got there after eight minutes and 
or eight hours and seven minutes or something like that. And I'm like, well, I know if you like, you know, scan your card first or whatever to check out, like they'll give you a 15 minute leeway. So maybe it'll just be like a 15 minute leeway no matter what. But then I had to pay the $12. No, they scammed me for those four bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Could have been 35. Like, yeah. I have to say, like, you know, I, I do this a lot, especially in the wintertime when my, my car's range is, is much lower than it is in the summertime. But I, I enjoy the noise arts garage. I think it's very nice. I think its price is reasonable. The charging is free there. Not, nothing above the normal parking cost. So it works out well for people with EVs. On the way back to Tropicana, I went through the McDonald's drive-thru because I rediscovered last time we went that uh, the inside of that McDonald's closes reasonably early, but I had a car this time so I could go through the drive-thru. Got two McFlurries because Dave is an idiot and was like, you know, I don't I don't like McFlurries. Who doesn't like McFlurries? But Taylor uh, said he wanted one and I wanted one. Although Taylor put his nose up because he's like why would you get me M&Ms? And I'm like, you didn't tell me what you wanted. I don't know. M&Ms seems like the normal thing. He's like, no, no. Why would anyone get M&Ms when there's Oreos? How do you come down on this this discussion? It depends on the mood I'm in. Mm. I always get M&Ms. Always, always M&Ms for me. Yeah. And apparently always Oreos for Taylor. My problem with the M&M McFlurry, and this is the most important thing we can talk about on the podcast, mm-hmm. is you get all the M&Ms out of there and then you just have a ton of vanilla ice cream, which is fine. I like vanilla ice cream. Huh? But the Oreo mixes where you basically just have cookies and cream ice cream. I see. So I think that is where it depends on my mood. But there's, I don't think there's a wrong answer. Maybe I should give it another try. It's been a very long time since I've had an Oreo McFlurry. So what I really want is like a Butterfinger McFlurry. When, but when we that. go, that's that'll be the third place we go. We'll go through the McDonald's drive-through to get a get a McFlurry. Yes, <laughs> Hooters, uh, McDonald's, and uh, Card Rock. Right? Is that what we said? We had to go. And King's Pub. Oh, and King's Pub. Oh, yeah. Hard Rock is just, you know, if I want to eat for free. Yeah. Which you're never going to. Yeah, no. All right. Actually... So anyway, I went back to Trop. I gave Taylor his McFlurry, which he, you know, begrudgingly ate because it wasn't what he wanted. So it was like 10 at this point. I think uh, we all three went and played some more Pygo Poker. I'm pretty sure. So many table games. I can't even take it. How was Pygo Poker? Was it face up? Yes, it was face-up. I think they only have face-up at Trop, right? Yes, yes. And certainly the tiles table was, was, as always, never open while it was there. Shameful. Yeah, it was face-up, for sure. Uh, that went fine. I think we walked around and looked around. Maybe I played, like, a little bit of video poker or something, but it was not too far. It was, like, 1130, I think. They were going to go play some poker poker. Yes, I heard that. And I was going to go to sleep. Because uh, it was past my bedtime. <laughs> so I went to bed at about 11.30. I think they stayed up for another hour, hour and a half playing poker. I think they both did well in it because everyone was drunk and terrible at the table, which sounds right for whatever, one, two, no limit. <laughs> so anyway, next morning, I woke up at about 6.30. Too early. I watched some the F1 Vegas qualifying lying in bed, like the replay of it or whatever on my iPad. So I went down at about 7.30 to the casino. I played a bunch of, whatever, 8.5 Jacks are Better down in the Marketplace, which was totally fine. The Marketplace machines are back open. Yeah, yeah, they're all open. Does it look any different? No, not really. I mean, they have like those big blackjack machines, like the video blackjack machines now that I avoid since I found out they were six to five that one time at Caesars. I mean, I don't even know if they all are, but I'm like averse to them because I've discovered they were six to five of them that one time. I wonder what they were even doing down there because they had the carpet entirely ripped up. So I I mean, maybe maybe they put new, new, new carpet in. 
I mean, you need to do that from time to time. But uh, certainly, I will tell you, my Jacks are Better machine was not new because, like, half the buttons worked. Like, I was on one machine for a while that you had to touch the screen, which is, like, my all-time pet peeve. I like to be able to alternate. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't care if I can touch the screen or not. I really want my buttons to work. I Sometimes, you know, the buttons just aren't working, and I feel like the machine needs a human touch. Mm-hmm. The screen needs, like, some love, and then so I got to switch. Yeah. But yes, I generally prefer the buttons. So it, anyway, I'm like down there. There's like a lot of talk of breakfast happening. And then I, I don't know what happened, but showering took a long time, apparently, in the other room. Like there were some complaints. But anyway, I think at nine, they finally came down to eat breakfast. Seems like a totally reasonable time to me. I, I don't think I've ever eaten breakfast that late in my life. Should have eaten the pastry. Just get yourself. I, I should have. I should have. I didn't. I don't think I ate anything that morning. Didn't even have anything because I don't think we stopped at a, a Wawa on the way down because I was driving with Taylor. So well. I didn't take my usual lackadaisical approach. Didn't even take Route 40 in. Took the, the turnpike and, and the Expressway. Expressway. Mm. So you went to breakfast. We went to Gilchrist. Okay. In the trap. In the trap. Yep. It's very good. So it was like nine when we went there. So we were out at like, you know, 915 or whatever. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> it is ridiculous how fast you're in and out of there. Like, it's hilarious how quickly they get you out. After that, so they had showered at this point. I, I had not yet. I went pretty much straight downstairs. We decided to all play craps together. Like Dave and Taylor were actually playing together, like as like pooling their money or whatever. And I played with them with my own money i think that the rolls went okay i ended up breaking about even i think they lost a little bit because they weren't pressing up their sixes and eights as much and like there were not a lot of points made so we did that for probably like half hour or something so it was like 10 o'clock at this point i went upstairs to take a shower and change and check out because checkout time was 11 they were doing something i don't know what they were doing they were gambling down there you know i got i got comments from from the crowd about how i was wearing the same clothes as yesterday people were appalled and i'm like yeah you don't need to shower right when i wake up <laughs> but anyway so took care of that took a shower changed checked out uh, let me tell you what is a zoo and it is the havana tower and the havana parking garage oh elevator at checkout time yeah because i stayed there two trips ago so it was like fine for me because I was on like the top floor so I could get on an elevator. But like people on the bottom floors, like I can't like we stopped at every floor when we were completely full and like people were getting pissed off. Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. Because like, I, mean, I think they'd been waiting for like, you know, 10, 15 minutes for like there to be an elevator with space yeah. for them to get on. Now I'll, I'll carry my big bag up the stairs. Yeah, they were disgruntled. I'm not then, waiting for that. So I went to the, the parking garage and, and took my stuff up and put it in there which that that line to that garage that elevator was also insane so i walked out like it's the valet section right outside and i'm like is there stairs i can take and he's like no you have to wait for the elevator oh really it's like what the hell what that's crazy so waited we did look for like five elevators to come at least that line is like you know you're gonna get on not like if you're on a low floor in the hotel and like there'll just <laughs> never be an elevator right. to pick you up yes so anyway i checked out i went back down i talked to them a little bit i might have gambled a little bit on something but then we, we had all decided we we're going to go to Caesars to see out the rest of the trip before we, we leave. So I drove up to Caesars. They were still playing something or other. So I got there and I was hungry and, and wanted to check out, you know, what else was going on. So I walked up the boardwalk before they arrived, went to resorts, got a breakfast sandwich and a tea from, from Dunkin' Donuts in resorts. You know, took, took the pictures that I, that I sent you of, of what had happened there, walked back down. Uh, the boardwalk when i heard that they were coming back and just played in caesars for a couple hours 
I played a bunch more tiles and quite a bit of Jack Spratter. They were doing other things. I don't know exactly what they were doing. And I ended up leaving at about eh, 3.30, 4 o'clock to head home because Dave said he would take Taylor back. So it was just me driving home and ended up getting home at like 7.30. There was no traffic again on the way back. So Good trip. Good trip, all in all. Yeah, yeah. I was, you know, ended up being down a couple hundred bucks. So wasn't wasn't bad at all. I think I was probably, you know, it's yet another trip that I was probably about even on, on table games and lost all the money I put into video poker and slot machines. So, Yeah, so I noticed after my last trip that I've had, I think, 11 straight down Atlantic City trips. Uh-huh. Very much coinciding with becoming almost entirely a, a machine a slot player. player. Yeah. But none of them have been, like, catastrophically awful. Yeah, this trip was, like, totally fine for me. I think it was down, like, 300 bucks or 400 bucks or something, so... Did, did anyone play Wonder Woman in my honor? I have to know, because I know that there are many Wonder Woman machines. I certainly did not play yeah. Wonder Woman. I can't. Uh, and Taylor, I don't think, plays any machines at all, ever. So it would be up to Dave. You'll have to ask no, him. No, he said that he went and they were full every time. But I don't think he knows about the other four Wonder Woman machines that are out and about sounds, throughout the casino. Uh, three yeah, hard, hard, hard to believe, but maybe. Relevant for our bets that we've talked about is that you have over under three gambling destination trips with three or more people in 2023. Mm -hmm. Does that make it the over? No, this makes it three. So we have Oh, so it's a push? Vegas in April, uh-huh. AC in August with who, me, you, Zach, and Zach's boyfriend. Zach and, and Dave. Yeah, Dave was there too. Oh, yeah, Dave too. Don't, yeah, so don't erase Dave. Um, <laughs> you have retcon Dave. And then AC in November with you, uh -huh. Dave, and Taylor this trip. So if we if we get a third person, if this December trip oh. does happen and we get a third person, then you win five dollars. I would say that there's like a two percent chance that a third person comes with us. Yeah, but. I mean we're talking like December twenty second, right before Christmas, uh -huh. so it's gonna be tough. One other note that I'll make about your trip, because apparently I have more notes about your like That's post trip probably thoughts true. Than, than you do. <laughs> I I've been waiting for my turn to talk for so long and now it's my chance. I know. And it's how it always is for you though. I know I said last trip that we did together. Uh -huh. That I really liked the casino early in the morning. Yeah. How chill it is and just getting up mm -hmm. and that I want to go to bed at a reasonable time. And I think if this next trip happens, I want I, I don't to hold you. to that. I don't believe you. And go to bed at midnight or 1230. Wake up at, I don't know, whenever I wake up, which will probably be 730 because that's when I normally wake up. Go down. We can gamble a little bit. Go get breakfast at a time that's more reasonable to you. <laughs> And then and then go check out and stuff. So I, I think I'm going to try to do that, but we'll see if that actually happens. But I think my plan for the timing would be that I would get there, you know, when I normally do lunchtime and then need to leave the next day around lunchtime. Mm -hmm. So then, like, it makes even more sense, I feel like, to wake up earlier and get yeah. some time on that Friday. All right. So we'll see. We'll see if I can hold to that. Sounds good. You know, I'll be good for, for going to bed at like 11. So you know, it won't be me keeping you up late, I don't think. I'm sure I won't be going to bed at 11. Right. But but yeah, the you idea surely is, will know. not be up as early as me either. But no, no, no. I mean, again, my normal wake up time is like 530. So any other thoughts on your trip? It was a great trip. Um, happy we got it in. Uh, had a great time. Uh, you know, it, it reinforced that, uh, you know, I think Osu is, is really very good. Gilchrist also very good. Trop is growing on me a little bit. I think in general, it's still not the world's greatest casino, to put it mildly, but, you know, it has a lot of the stuff I want. You know, when I actually wanted to do stuff in a nice casino, you can walk up to Caesars. I do it guilt-free because I tell myself that, like, surely it's, you know, the same company. They don't care about me opening trips in, in two properties, but who knows, who knows if that's true or not. <laughs> I think there's some truth to it, but... 
another trip where you have multiple people, as we said, mm-hmm. does that make a big difference? Yeah. No, it's nice. Like, even if it was just you and Taylor, would that be a very different trip than... <laughs> Three is better always, I think. Me and Taylor, I think what we want to do at the casino overlaps maybe a little bit more than me and you, but no, I, I think having three is just in general good. Yeah, I think that's a good number. Yeah. I don't think anybody like minds playing on their own for a little bit, but it's nice to always like have the option to like, oh, hey, you want to go do this thing? Yeah. To me, especially like table games for me, like I don't ever want to play a table game without right. a friend to play the table game with. Right. Or you could have just actually removed the second part of that sentence, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> True. That's factual. All right. Anything else about the trip? No, it was a great trip. Super happy that we did it. And, you know, look forward to maybe doing another trip in maybe three or four weeks. Hopefully. Hopefully. Are we blasting through the questions in the mailbag? Yeah. What's our time? Oh, yeah. I think we're good. We've made Refrigerator P wait for long enough. Let's blast through it. From Refrigerator P on Twitter. And then I think we're out of mailbag questions, unbelievably. Ooh. Need to get some more in. So everybody send questions in. Send questions. Rapid fire style, because it's a lot of questions. Sure. First of all, why was there no Irish pub in Stay this summer? We've got to do it. I think I think at some point we, we need to do it. I don't know. Who, who do you think is more likely to do it between me and you? Me, probably because of summer stay where I don't get a comp room. Yeah. In some sense, like, maybe I'm slightly more willing to do it, or I'd be giving up less, but, like, I also always have comps, so okay. it's just pretty unlikely. So I agree with that. I think it's probably more likely you. I, I, I think we need to do it. Yeah, for a one-night trip in the summer, I mean, it's only open in the summer for one thing, mm-hmm. where I'm probably just getting up, not even bothering to shower or anything, and then going home or something, like, that. I'm uh-huh. sure it would be fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he has some questions about status. Mm-hmm. What status levels are both of you at all the AC casinos, and do you get any benefits from the level? I think the only benefit that's really worthwhile now... Uh, okay, not the only one. There there are some. But yeah, I'm diamond with Caesars. I'm gold with MGM, though I think my diamond could go away any year as soon as Caesars decides not to match me. But they, to this point, have continued matching me. So we'll see if they do it again this year or, or not. And base everywhere else, right? And on base everywhere else, yes. The only real benefit is getting resource fees waived for diamond and for gold. So that's that's a huge deal. It's, you know, $40 a night, let's say. Yeah, it saves me, probably for the number of trips I do, $200 this year or something. So yeah. well, You get the diamond celebration up. dinner. And we got the diamond celebration dinner, which we used last time when it was me, you, Zach, Dave, and, and Jeffrey. So that's another $100 of benefits. Yeah, I think that's it. I I don't really believe that your comps are better if you're like a certain level or anything like that. I think that's based totally on your play. Agreed. But getting resource fees waived, I think, is the biggest reason to to want to get status for the properties that do waive resort fees for for status. Yeah, we don't ever really do the lounges. No. So. Never. You know, you do need gold status to get to the lounge at Borgata. You need diamond status to get into the lounges Mm. at Caesars. We probably should. Maybe we should try to do Amphora if we if we stay at We Borgata. should definitely do Amphora if we stay at Borgata. We should. So we should. I'm I'm gold at MGM, so Borgata, and I'm base everywhere else. I lost my diamond status. This year they wouldn't match me back. I should, if we go in December, match to Rock Royalty at Hard Rock before mm-hmm. I lose my MGM gold yeah. status. Yeah. So MGM, you say you think it expires at the end of January or the end of February? Yeah. Hopefully my Caesars gets, gets re-upped, and then I can try to match to, to Caesars. That would be good. To MGM? But, to MGM, yeah. Because they have pretty frequent uh, status matches at MGM, too, I believe. Follow-up question. Are you chasing any status level through play or match this year? 
no. I mean, I did it once, and I've talked about it on the podcast, where I did Diamond in a Day intentionally. I went in with the plan to do it if everything kind of went well in terms of the variance. Uh, I ended up spending about the amount of money that you would expect to spend on it back when it was easier to do. Now that machine that I did it on does not even give any tier credits at all. <laughs> so that's went away. But uh, I did get Diamond in a Day at the $2 machine in the High Limit Room in Caesars probably eight years ago or something. Yeah. Nine years ago. I don't know. It was a while ago. Yeah, I've never chased any status through play. You had Founders one year, right? No, I never got Founders. Travels Orc? No, no. Travels Orc just gave me... They just upgraded me to Diamond. Oh, okay. But not through Founders. It was just like he got... You just did it. Yeah, he was able to finagle some upgrades. Uh Thank you, Michael Traeger. And then... uh, So I've never chased it through play. As I just said, I want to match to Rock Royalty from MGM Gold. I've looked back a few times and like with daily bonuses, I probably could have pretty easily gotten to caesar's platinum in a year if i just like played a little more a couple of days to get the bonus but like platinum doesn't really get you anything it gives you nothing yeah well so one thing that platinum does get you is the 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 bar at tropicana 10 north lounge comps if you're platinum rover they they won't comp you at least on weekends if Uh you're gold i will say like something else your status gets you at caesar's casinos is when you order drinks off of the drink menu you have much better options if you're diamond or possibly platinum possibly platinum too yeah but if you just want platinum just sign up for the credit card caesar's credit card automatically upgrades you to platinum you don't need to actually play your way to caesar's Mm -hmm. platinum so uh i know our friend andy has the caesar's credit card funnily enough (laughs) yeah but have you been to any VIP lounges this year? Resorts VIP lounges underrated. Have either of you been to it? We've never had status at resorts, right? No, no. Uh, so I think I've sent you messages. Resorts always tells me that if I come, they'll let me into their lounge at like some specific time, even though I don't have the status. But I think I'm like on their radar as a player. They're like marginally interested in and letting someone into the lounge once is like not a big expenditure for right. them. Not at all. Oh, by the way, I got a. Uh, the the weirdest emails I've been getting is apparently Maryland Live wants me to come back and play, and they've been giving me a bunch of money and like say I can stay in their hotel if I want. Oh, which is like you should do cool, it, cool, right? I should yeah. do it sometime. It's like twelve minutes from your house, but you should do yeah, it anyway. It's, it's super close, but yeah, maybe I'll need to stay in the live hotel and and get do a report on it at some point. Yeah. Anyway, VIP lounges. No, I have not been to. I can't tell you the last time I went to a VIP lounge in a casino. I went to the Borgata Lounge Amphora sometime in, like, 2022, but I haven't been to any this year. I don't think I've been to any in five years, probably. I don't know. Eating, like, food that I consider, like, sort of medium at a buffet, it's just not, like, a big draw for me, personally. I know, like, a lot of people, like, love, love, love these lounges or whatever, but, like, I've never been someone that... that it's never been a big draw. And, like, obviously, I, I have access to these lounges. I have, like, infinite rewards points for both of these. Like, I can get in no problem, and I, I haven't, so... My big reason for not going to the lounges is because the limited meals that I have in Atlantic City, I want to try new things. Yeah. Amphora is legitimately very good food and very good cocktails. I will say that. Have I ever been with you? I, yeah. I've either been zero or one times. Yeah, we went once. I think it was like during a Ravens game. Uh huh. It was like middle of the afternoon, so we didn't eat very much. Something smelled funny when we were in there, it right? It did. You're right. <laughs> that's that's what I remember. Amphora lunch smells funny. That was not my experience the other times I've been. <laughs> it's very nice in there. I don't begrudge anybody who like absolutely swears by it for $12.50 uh-huh. in comp dollars. But for me, I you know. Yeah. 
it's not going to be interesting if we come on the podcast every single episode and we're like, we went to Anfora twice. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, you know, I think just me and you have been like once or twice. Back when we used to meet up with Eric, like we, I think, spent a lot more time in lounges because yeah. I think he, he liked that a lot. And he could get us into lounges that we couldn't get into. Right, like Seven Stars Lounge and stuff. But even even the Diamond Lounge, I know I went with him a few times. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's not a huge draw for me, personally. But I understand that some people love it, and, and that's a big reason for them to want to reach these, these, I guess now, like, Diamond Elite levels with Caesars or whatever, or just normal gold with MGM. Yeah, there was a time where I had gotten all the statuses fairly recently through Travelsorg, and... I was going, like, my wife liked the lounges, so I went to, I think, Caesars, Hard Rock, Amphora with her. I've never been to Hard Rock. I've never been to Ocean. Hard Rock's is nice. I like it. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Resorts. I've never been to Trop. I've never been to Harrah's. Yeah, so just Bally's, Caesars, Borg once with you, I guess. And Bally's was also once the first time I got Diamond, and they were like, you're not Diamond. And I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. Credit card, I just answered this, but do either of you have MGM or Caesars credit cards? Why or why not? Uh, for me, it would give me no value. So Yeah, I, I know that there's a bunch of ways to like spend your way up to status on MGM with the credit card, but I'm... No, that's just not what I'm interested in. For me, like, you know, my family of four is flying business class to Singapore and back in a couple months. And like, that's if I'm going to put a bunch of spend into getting miles, I don't care about getting into lounges or whatever. Like, I'd rather do something like that. Right. I mean, I've thought about it because the idea is nice, right? Like, oh, I'm going to get MGM gold status by spending money. But the number of nights that I actually stay in an MGM hotel in a year, like the value for the credit card is just non-existent for me. Like, oh, I'm going to get $120 for all this spend of resort credits because I stayed in MGM hotels three nights for this year. Like, that just doesn't really make any sense. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there are obviously other ways, like, the (laughs) what you're giving up by using your spend, or at least for me, what I'm giving up by using my spend on that Mm -hmm. doesn't really make any sense. But, yeah, I mean, for other people, obviously, if you're going more often, I, I do think, like, if I went to Vegas every year for, like, four or five nights, it's probably worth it. But... I don't yeah. go to Vegas every year, so. Right. Comp dollars, do you use all your reward credits every trip, or do you let your comp balances build? So I'm someone that has had a pretty big Caesars comp balance for a while, so I haven't been using them every trip, but I did use all of, most mostly all of, like there's maybe some things happening in the background, but I used all of the comp dollars that were in my Caesars account this time, which was like 90-some dollars towards the Osu meal. And I was back up to another like $60 or whatever when I left. So yeah, I ended up using them all. Certainly at like casinos that, you know, I know I'm not likely to be back in in six months and hence we'll lose them. Like I I try to do that as much as I can, though I can't, there's certainly been plenty of times that I've had 20 or $30 at, you know, ocean or whatever, and it's just expired. And then I've been sad. Yeah. I've lost 20 some dollars at ocean and hard rock, hard rock multiple times. Um, Ocean probably once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so that sucks. So in in those cases, like definitely try to remember to use them, and I'm really bad yep. about remembering to use them. Caesars, I wiped them all out a few years ago, and then I didn't spend much time at Caesars. And but I do like to let it build for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> so annoyingly, this time, if you remember when we talked about it, when we stayed in or when I stayed in Hard Rock, and I like tried to use my reward credits or my comps on the resort fee or whatever when I checked out and like the person at the desk was like very confused and then they just said okay and then I like looked at my email receipt or whatever when I got <laughs> home and that was definitely not done so they just said okay I said okay go away from the desk right pretty much 
So I'm sure that I will have some some expiring comp dollars soon enough at Hard Rock again. Yeah. What's the best use of Caesar's reward credits, and why is it definitely Chickies and Pete's and Wild Honey at the Trop? You can take well, out the Wild Honey part, but Chickies and Pete's for sure. I mean, for me, I will say that I've used a $100, $100 Diamond Celebration Dinner at Osu and just used like $90 of comp dollars uh, this trip also at Osu. So one-to-one comp? I thought that was very good. One-to-one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am on record as saying Chicky and Pete's is, is bad. And if that were an option in the bad chain hotel, bad chain restaurant, it would go into the ocean for oh my me. Goodness. Um, it's so much a step up above all of the other three that we listed. I mean, come on, Hooters is just much better. Let's let's be honest with ourselves. Uh, Wild Honey, I, I did. It was noted that I had like some fifteen dollar off coupon in my room key envelope that they give you your room keys in. They have donut of the day there. You could have gotten a donut while you're waiting for everybody. No, to it was like eat in only oh. five p.m. to ten p.m. or whatever. So like. But uh, so I walked by and I'm like, I don't know what a wild honey is. I've never been there. And I walked by and like, this is something that like took more cycles than I'd like to admit on the trip. Like I walked by it because it's like you walk by it if you're leaving the Havana Tower and don't go down the stairs immediately. And I'm like, I've been here. Like, I know I've been here. Yes, you have. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I've been here. And then, like, the third time I walked by, I'm like, oh my God, this was the Irish restaurant and they've changed nothing about it. It was. It was the Rira, which was close for a I have been here. But, like, it looks exactly the same inside. And that's why I was like, I've been here every time I walk by it. I used comp dollars one-to-one my last trip with my wife, not with the kids, at Hash House A-Go-Go. And that was a good use, if only because I think Hash House A-Go-Go is pretty expensive for breakfast. And I thought it was excellent. Like, I thought the food was really good. But it's I'd probably only do it again with a big comp use to make it more Is Gilchrist one-to-one? I don't know. That's a good question. Probably. I would guess, yeah. I think anything like that. I mean, Gilchrist is is yeah extremely cheap, so I'd say that's like a great use of right. that. It's not like inflated prices at yeah. all. I don't think. Other stuff. Last few questions. Must do list for next trip. We talked about King. Uh, yeah, Park. we already talked about it. We have to go to Hooters. <laughs> yeah, and get some McFlurries. <laughs> Hooters, McFlurries, King's Pub, King's Pub. Yeah, we had mentioned a, a dive bar. I can't even remember which one. B and B Saloon or something. Oh uh, yeah. Which I drove by last trip, and I was like, oh, that's where this is. But we're going to forget all about that, I'm sure. Yep. Anything else on your must-do list for next trip? Tiles. Tiles. Wonder, Wonder Woman slots? Get slaughtered in tiles, like always. Yeah. My must, on my must-do list is uh, going to bed at a reasonable time and waking yeah. up early to spend time in the casino in the morning. I expect Borgata would be especially great at, like, 7.30 in the morning. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I would think it'd be just awesome. I would love to do the MGM Tower as for next yeah. trip. Would you see the hook again? So the answer for you was obviously yes, given that you did see it again. Yep. Would you see it a third time? I would. With me? I would. Okay. Also, news came out. Opium at uh, Cosmo in Vegas is closing. So they're opening... Never even heard of such a thing. Disco show at the link and closing Opium. But the Super Frico and the Ski Lodge at Cosmo apparently staying open. Hmm. Last question, least favorite things about Atlantic City right now. Downer. End it on a downer. Yeah, let's end this podcast. I, you know, like I have to say for me, and this definitely could just be like me becoming older, which is unfortunately a thing that happens every time we talk. I am a little bit older. <laughs> I feel like the boardwalk is not as nice as it was. And like, it's like a little bit more menace on the boardwalk than there used to be yeah, like, you know, five or 10 years ago. It's not necessarily a great place to be. And like, 
you know, I, I know I've said it on the podcast, like, I'd much rather be walking down, like, Arctic Ave than, like, walking down the boardwalk at, like, some, you know, 10 p.m. at night or whatever, like, just super honestly. And, like, that is not how it used to be at all. And, like, I think that that it's, like, if I feel that way, I, like, I think it's, like, a pretty serious problem and, like, other people will just not do it. And I think that needs to be cleaned up. Yeah, last trip when I went with my family, obviously I was going from Hard Rock to Showboat, which is really short, but I was – it was the first time I think I've ever been in AC – late at night i mean it was two in the morning where i was like i don't really want to do this boardwalk walk right now yeah <laughs> but it was very short but yeah there's just a little bit of that and i don't know how much of it is like perception versus reality because i remember like people used to say that like oh you know it's right people and... would say that like eight years ago and i'm like you people are all ridiculous or whatever right. like, like i that's like not I really city is like solo walk down the boardwalk at two thirty in the morning right and not worry right. about uh, it at all i did it all the time right no, I think it's reached a, a point, and, like, it's probably especially bad in the off-season. Like, in the summertime, it would be totally fine, because there's just a ton of people out there still. But, yeah, there's there's a certain level of menace, I think, on the, on the boardwalk specifically, that, like, they need to fix. Yeah. I mean, nothing bad has ever happened to me, so maybe I'm being making a, a mountain out of a molehill. But, making the boardwalk a little bit more of a pleasant place to walk down at any time of day would be a good step. I mean, it's still great at, you know, 8 a.m. or 10 a.m. Or, or whatever. Other least favorite things? Anything else? I don't like that in the wintertime, like, half the casino restaurants are closed. But Yeah, I was just going to say how, that. Or, like, half of everything is closed, honestly. Yes, seasonality of everything is annoying. The general, yeah. like, badness of the video poker bars is kind of frustrating. Like, I feel like just everything's getting yeah. downgraded in that respect. I and I that. like playing at video poker bars, but, you know... And for me, like, I think the video poker is still, like, if you're willing to play dollars, like, it's still 8-5 everywhere, pretty much, as far as I can tell. It's not hard to find 8-5 quarter. Yeah. With the quote-unquote full comps or whatever. Yep. It's not like terrible horseshoe in Baltimore. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the questions. We need more no, questions. thank you so much, Refrigerator P. Sorry that we kept you waiting so long. And yeah, as Craig said, send in your questions. All right. So anyway, if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content at do for win.com. Reach out to Craig on Twitter, do for win or me at Kyle Laskin and send Craig questions to do for win at gmail.com so we can answer them on air. I'm sure that you've got stuff in the mailbox that you need to resolve, but it's mostly about the resort fees changing. That's good. Thanks for sending those in, by the way. Yes. Agreed. I don't know. Any last words? No, it's been long. Nothing. Episode. Yeah, it has been a long episode. It's probably going to be... Even longer than last episode? Yeah, maybe. It's because I talk too much. I know, it's just always a frequent problem. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys so very much for, for everything, and uh, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks and hopefully have some news about an upcoming trip. So I think what I do, if it works out, is take that Thursday off, mm -hmm. the 21st, and just go right after kid drop off and get there at like, I don't know, noon or one. Okay. So then the next day, my kids have a half day. Yeah, my kids are in school the full day that day. So that'll be fine. Which they can do aftercare, I think. But like, it's a dick move the day before Christmas vacation to like leave them in aftercare for five hours.